think we're good. Maybe as soon think- as we start talking. I was going to say, did you just hear that whole interaction? Because if you did, that was pretty good. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, kind of. Okay. I think we'll start with a little screen some more. intro again. Can you see me all right? I can see you all right. Okay. Uh, you're moving kind of slow, but I can see you. And more importantly, I can hear you. Okay. That's all that matters, I guess. <laughs> okay. Three, two, one. What's up, everybody? Welcome back into our newest episode of Bullshitters. If you maybe forgot who we were, he's Aloha Dan. I'm I'm just Jake. I don't have a nickname or anything. Uh, but yeah, we're here to, to BS a little bit and bring uh, a little fun back into your lives, if you will. Dan, uh, what's, what's new on, on your front? It's been a while. You know, it has been a while. Um... Honestly, I'm just going to say we took a, a summer break, you know, we'll, we'll use that. <laughs> I think than just the summer. It has, it definitely has been longer, but that's all right. Um, no, it's been good. Uh, honestly, weather's been pretty nice. Uh, it just finally started to cool down here in Boise, but we've been spending a lot of time outdoors. Uh, once the weather finally, once the heat broke, we went hiking a lot um, around Boise here. Uh, just spending a lot of the time with the dogs, really. Uh, managed to see you just recently. That was fun. Uh, we managed we to did, connect indeed. there in uh, Central. I, is that in Washington? Yeah, I suppose it was. In, in it was in like Washington. South yeah. south east corner of Washington, the pretty much furthest southeast corner you can get. Um, and then we were I, there. I, I just got back from uh, the Oregon coast as well yesterday. Uh, we, pictures on social media. Yeah. Yep. There was some good pictures. Uh, we got uh, kind of the good, the bad, and the ugly as far as weather. Our second day, weather was real nice, uh, sunny, few clouds in the sky, 60 degrees. Great. Uh, the first day, uh, it was partly cloudy, probably 55, a little drizzly occasionally. That was the bad. And then the ugly was the last day, day three, where it just got dark and cold and windy and wet everything i mean you're right on the coast so everything just never dried but uh no i had a good time so yeah that's uh that's what's new with me is there anything new with you not particularly um can't really think nothing exciting nothing comes to mind um we're like two months out from having a a little one running around, not running around, I guess, crying a lot and demanding our attention. Yeah. Um, but it's getting close. We had baby shower. You were, you were there. In, in uh, attendance, yeah. You were in attendance live in, in the flesh. Uh, what else? Nothing really, nothing too exciting. Um, maybe dusting off the old uh, personal trainer whistle a little bit. Oh yeah, getting back into that a little bit here. So all right, that's cool. Here, if I'm dusting, if I'm dusting off the the coach's whistle, I might as well dust off the podcast too, right? Hey, absolutely. Yeah, you get a. I've been I've been seeing my trainer now for. Uh, oh God, I think I just saw it in the book today. It was like forty sessions, and nice. I normally go twice a week. So I don't know. Been going for four or five months now. Uh, nice. Twice a week. It's not a lot. I'll be honest, it's not a lot, but it's something. Getting gains. It's You're getting something. huge. 
It's more than I've ever done. No, I'm not getting huge. There will be, there will be no getting huge, but there will be incremental improvements. And one day I might be able to do a pull. We'll see. That's hashtag goals. That's your goal. That's what you told the trainer in your sit down. Uh, yeah. (laughs) Siri fucking talking to me. I, it's the government. They're constantly listening to us. I can't be the only one. Uh, honestly, the government could not care less about what us as individual citizens are doing as long as we're, you know, compliant masses. Uh, it's the advertising companies. Yeah, exactly. You pay your taxes, uh, and you know, you generally obey the law. They're not worried about you at all. Couldn't care less. Uh, it's the advertising companies and the uh, marketing firms. They're the ones that love our data and they don't need to listen to us. It's pretty amazing to hear uh, social media scientists and advertisers uh, talk about that stuff. They're like, no, we don't, we, we don't need to listen to you. We already know more information about you than you know about yourself. Every once in a while on my uh, credit card company that I have on the app, it'll say like, your whatever was found on the dark web, your profile your your personal identity your personal information whether it's yeah i get one like i get one like once a year and it's like your your profile picture was found on the dark web and i'm like what is it like give me some details what does that even mean did someone is someone me is someone catfishing somebody with my picture because i feel honored that i'm hot enough to be the person the person's picture that is being catfished i'm not personally mad i'm honored that i'm the hot the hot one well i mean it was I probably would... you back in your prime like when you're like 20 22 <laughs> you know it's not it's not like don't don't think it's today jake you know don't get it's too not flattered. today's profile picture yeah it was like 10 years ago <laughs> yeah it's not the one of ago. you with the wife and the you know sonogram like <laughs> that's true. that's true that's probably not the one they stole right um but yeah every once in a while i look on my credit card report or whatever and it's like you're it's just random shit too it's never like my social security number it's never like your date of birth it's never it's always just random stuff that's like hey so you visited this website website and their encrypted data is no longer encrypted do you want to follow through with a a filing a report or whatever and i'm like what did i even do like I just got one just recently about my fitness pal. Yeah. What the hell are they even what do they give a shit about the calories that I've consumed? I got uh well I'm sure I'm sure it goes to advertising probably, firms somewhere doing something. I don't yeah, know. Who knows what they do with it? They're they're like your uh information on my fitness pal was hacked or whatever and I was I, like I mean at that point I would assume it's shit? more your your uh, identity that you're concerned about, not necessarily the information within the site, right? But even yeah, stuff. but it's very it's very basic stuff that you put sure, like your just height a name and, and your email, height, and email, yeah, yeah. I'm like, so you know, I'm six one and fat. So what? Like, what are you gonna <laughs> do with it? What are you gonna fat. do with that info? <laughs> not even remotely fat. What are you gonna know. do with that info? They're gonna be like, oh, this guy's a real. I don't know. What are they? They're gonna catfish they're... somebody. That's no, the worst that could happen. They're creating they're creating you in the metaverse right now. That's what oh, they're that's doing what it, that information. If I don't get 
like a percentage of the real estate that they acquire in the metaverse, then I'm not interested. I should get at least a percentage. You're using my likeness. How? Explain to me. How in the hell is digital real estate a thing? When, when did we lose our marbles so much? Well, just like uh, NFTs are a thing. Yeah. It's, yeah. it's literally a picture. Why are people paying thousands of dollars for a picture that it's, you could just screenshot? It's ones and zeros. All it is is yeah. ones and zeros. And it, it, people, it, but it's the same thing with cryptocurrency. Honestly, it's the same thing with US currency at this point. Everything is all just ones and zeros now. We're just making up different ways to disguise the ones and zeros. That's true. It's like, I think people like the idea of having something that they think is off, like unique and authentic. Yeah. But it's like, it's far cheaper, generally speaking, than like the Mona Lisa. You sure. can't get a uh, you can't get a one of one copy of the Mona Lisa for five grand. People are yeah. out there making custom cartoon NFTs for five grand a piece. Yeah. So yeah. I don't know. I, I don't. Know. I mean, what do you do with it though? You can't even like display it. It's a picture, isn't it? Like on uh, your I phone. Know. Yeah, it's just it. It literally is pulled up on your phone the same way it's pulled up on my phone. The way it's pulled up on their phone. The only thing is they have some kind of authentication confirming that theirs was the first production of it that's all it is so it's, how it's pulled up the same way would you be able to tell the difference between the person that has the authentic picture and me doing a screenshot of that person's authentic picture not just looking at it i mean obviously they can encrypt the image if they want like i know like you can't take screenshots of netflix i don't know if you've ever tried right. that yeah but i have can't. so uh-huh. so they have uh clearly some kind of technology that prevents that but no in reality just looking at it there's no way you could tell the difference if it's on my phone and it's on you would have to look at the digital information associated with it to confirm authenticity of the real one and i just i don't understand why i don't who cares right i don't i don't give a shit about your your picture but i don't know but the thing is it, it when money gets involved it, the whole game changes, right? Yeah. Money just makes, honestly, makes everything worse. I was in, I'm going to make myself sound like more of an old man than I already am. But I was in a cribbage tournament recently. And people yep. take cribbage very seriously. And it just to the point where it's honestly, I played with the national president of the cribbage association or something. He lives up in Montana, I think. He drove down to Boise oh. for the tournament. Okay. And he played cribbage the same way a machine would play cribbage. Literally in his shuffling, in his dealing, everything was all mechanical. He would look at his cards immediately. I guarantee he throws away the perfect thing every time. His count, his play, everything was just mechanical. And he looked miserable because so many rules have been placed upon this game because when money gets involved, People find any way to, you know, lie, cheat, and steal. True. And I was like, oh. So I think that's that's what it is. People saw an opportunity to try and make money with cryptocurrency. They saw the same thing with NFTs. And now, you know, Mark Zuckerberg is trying to convince a bunch of people that, you know, digital stuff is cool. It's not just people. He's already got massive corporations like Nike. Nike owns 
storefronts in the metaverse and they sell NFTs in their storefronts within the metaverse. I'm like, what the, I don't, none of these markets that kind of recently popped up are long lasting whatsoever. They're very like yeah, they, volatile. They, they definitely seem fleeting. Uh, yeah. It's just crazy. But I mean, people probably didn't think that Netflix was going to stick around, you know? So who knows? They've kind of, they've kind of evolved over time. I'm, I'm wondering how the metaverse and stuff like that evolves over time. I, I Netflix think, started honestly, with mailing you DVDs and then it sure, turned we, into yeah, streaming. Yeah, we did Netflix then, when it was uh, mailed DVDs. Every yep. every month you'd get, uh, you know, like, well, it, it was not limited on time, but it was just how long it would take them to send it to you and get it back. Even if you watched it same right. day and sent it back the next day, you could only get maybe five or six a month. Yeah. Uh, but no, I think uh, the metaverse will change. Uh, and it'll be overnight. The the minute they figure out how to tap into our spinal cord, to tap into our neurological system, and make us think and feel things virtually that we're going to feel in real life, that's when everything yeah. changes overnight, and the metaverse becomes our new universe. I think when they can figure that out, there's going to be a lot of things that because you know so many people. Are, are you know unhappy with our current right. world right they're unhappy with our current universe sure. they see hey the metaverse it's perfect in there there's you know n- none yeah. of my problems that i have out here i can just go in there and do whatever i want i think that's when you know and of course advertisers already know that and that's why nike is like you know we're not gonna put billions of dollars into this but hey we'll throw a couple million bucks at this to you know, secure something just in case. Speaking of a couple million dollars, I don't know if you're, since we're on kind of the business topic here, I don't know if you're interested in being an, a partial owner in a uh, sports franchise. Um, you could stay right where you're at. Um, we'd own a team in Ottawa. I don't even know what province that's in, in Canada, but the Ottawa Senators went up for sale today. A cool $665 million, which is reasonable for a pro sports team. For, for a pro sports team, so, yeah. Are, so are they NHL if, then? They're NHL, yeah. And they're actually pretty good. They're actually a pretty solid team. So, I mean, so, just, if we if win we the get, lottery. If we get 32,750 of our best friends to loan us, one-time loan of twenty grand. We could be the owners of the Ottawa Senators. We could just win the lottery and spend it literally all on the Ottawa Senators. $1.2 billion. Cash value, estimated cash value, 600 or 597 million. Yeah, exactly. I don't know how that math just added up, but yeah, you got it. Uh, um, $665 million. Do you think? In your entire life, between you and I, do you think we've even crossed paths with 32,000, like, recognized faces of 32,000 people? No. Could we ask, could we ask 32,000 people that we don't know for 20 grand apiece? Sure. You can ask whoever you want for 20 grand. <laughs> Nobody's going to give I, it to you. I pitched this on Twitter earlier, or it would just take one Elon Musk. 
I know he just bought Twitter, but I mean, what's a pro sports franchise? Oh, that's chump change. Are you kidding? He Twitter was forty four billion, and he scoffed at sixty million. He could drop that without batting an eye. Yeah, so he and I share a birthday. I'm pretty sure I've announced that before. Yeah, because we're birthday bros, he should just put my name on the check. But like he would be the money, you know what I mean? He's the silent investor, the silent partner. And I would just your sports and I would just run the team. I'll move to Ottawa. Yeah, if if he gave me six hundred and sixty-five million dollars, I'd move to Ottawa tomorrow. I'd why not? I'd start driving right now for six hundred and sixty-five million. I would not stop until I got to Ottawa except to fill up with gas. That's the only thing I would stop for. And I would, for $665 million, two-thirds of a billion dollars, there ain't much I wouldn't do. <laughs> I would probably even take the, like, $500 out of that $665 million for the plane ticket up there. Just a one-way ticket. I'm sure it's 600 bucks. They, they're not going to notice 600 bucks missing. I could negotiate the price of the team a little bit. <laughs> What's Okay. Right? Hey, okay. For real, though. This team yeah. is $665 million. Estimated. What's, what's a reasonable offer on that? Because, like, the market is going down right now. Interest rates are going up. This team's going to be going on for a discount. You know, sports yeah, franchises, it, housing, all, all markets are going down right now. So what's a reasonable offer for that? What would you go in there and offer and not feel like a dick? They would legit – they will get six. They will get the full asking price. They will get it. Because it's a good deal. I mean, like, in comparison to the other teams, I would I don't know NHL values that well, but, like, the Dallas Cowboys, I think, are the richest valued sports franchise. And they're, like, $1.2 billion. So, for half that, I would have guessed you get. Oh, Dallas, I think, because of Jerry Jones. He's got that oil yeah. money tied up in the Dallas Cowboys. Uh, I'm pretty sure it's Dallas or maybe the the Lakers might be the LA Lakers. Oh, I could see that. But it's like it's like 1.2 billion dollars. So for half that, you get a pro hockey team that's in Canada, which is it's a Canadian team, so they're going to their fans are nuts. It's not well, like you were, you're not going to have a sellout. You were right and you were wrong. The Dallas Cowboys are the most valuable sports team for okay. 8 billion dollars. Oh, Eight billion. That's yeah. okay. So that's post COVID. Maybe COVID, yeah. they were like way down. Eight yeah, oh, billion dollars. Eight billion dollars. Yeah. So you're talking six hundred and sixty five million. That's a yeah, drop so in that's half. Pen- yeah, that's pennies you know, one pennies tenth, to the dollar. A little less than one tenth. Uh yeah. So going and, down. And the I list, guarantee you have, you have the Okay, paths. Yankees. Yeah. Uh hang on. Hang New on. York Yankees. Uh, so the Pats are number two, the Rams are number three, the Yankees are number four. Okay. Lakers? The Giants are number five, surprisingly. The New York Giants? The New York Giants. Really? Uh, hmm. and then the Knicks behind them. It's all the New York teams and the LA teams, pretty much. Oh, well, Chicago Bears, but then the Golden State Warriors, the Washington Commanders. Really? I don't think five point six billion for the Washington NFL, Commanders. Yeah, the Dan NFL team. Snyder and Tanya Snyder. I want to say that the who was it? And the Lakers. The, you were right, the Lakers. The, and the Jets. The MLB. 
What did you say the value of the Cowboys is? $8 billion. $8 billion. Correct me if I'm wrong, but I believe they just announced the entire profit margins or whatever for the MLB as a whole, Major League Baseball, and it was like $11 billion. Yeah, probably. So that the, makes sense. So the Cowboys are $8 billion, just their team's value? That's what it said. And the entire MLB organization is $11 billion. But that's how much, like, they're allowed to spend, right? I think that was just how much they earned in the calendar year. How much? Okay, sure, sure. That makes sense. Uh, in sure. one season. In one season. I, from I'd be curious. Sure, but... It's not like the Cowboys pull in eight billion dollars a year. But to be that's how but much to be valued worth. at that much. Yeah, but to be no. valued at that much, there's got to be. But sure, some the, kind the of MLB pulled in eleven billion dollars in revenue. That means they're probably a you know a hundred billion dollar franchise. That's nuts. If they pull in, yeah. But I mean, numbers are so crazy, overinflated right now. It's it's ridiculous. Yeah. It's, I mean, just for a cool six hundred sixty-five million. That's the, that was my pitch to you. I don't six, know if six, you'd be five. interested. Yeah, I don't know if you'd be yeah. interested in being an owner of a hockey team, but it's Canadian, so let me pitch this to you. Okay. There's always going to be a sellout because Canadians are nuts for their hockey. You're never going to have a day like, oh, there's so much other shit to do in Ottawa. I'm not going to the game today. I'm going to go to the beach. That's not going to happen. True. So the fans are going to be nuts when there's more fans in the building. You're selling more concessions, more jerseys, more whatever from the team store, more parking. They're going to generate a lot of money. If you if someone was to reasonably buy that for six hundred sixty five million, what do you think the forecast for how long they'd have to own it to make their money back would be? Ooh. So most people, I would make, say, only to make profit. Up yeah. to pay for the entire team. So to profit six hundred and sixty-five million. Yeah. Uh, I don't. I don't know that you would do it in the time you owned it. You don't think? I don't know if you would profit six hundred and sixty-five million. Uh, I think your profit from that primarily comes from being able to increase the value of the team. If you can get a better sports base, if you can win a few championships, you know, things like that, and, and reasonably bring the price of the team up to like $1.2 billion, you know, and then you try and sell it, then you double your money rather than, you know, trying to live off maybe the – I'm sure you'll probably make, I don't know, $20, 30000000 million a year off you know ticket sales and events and things like that it says uh depending on the size of the market and structure of the revenue streams uh parking concessions concessions etc teams generate between 1.5 and 3 million dollars per home game there's 41 home games in the nhl oh wow that's 120 million dollars a year yeah so but that's but that's revenue Mind that's you. revenue. Yeah, that's revenue. That's not your profit. Now, now though, what if your team makes the playoffs? That's more home games. Sure. So if your team's competitive, but still, let's let's say your profit. You margin. you could get another, you could get another, 
15 to 20 home games throughout the playoffs. Sure. But if you but make it all I the way say, to the Stanley Cup. I'd say your profit margin, you're only you'll be lucky to run at maybe a 70% profit margin. Me, uh, sorry, 30% profit margin, meaning 70% of your costs go to employees, the facility, things like that. That would still right, be, right. you know, you'd be making $36 million a year, which is what I said. I said $30 yeah. Million. yeah, you did. So, Damn, it's like you're a numbers guy or something. Right? I do I do like so, numbers. Okay, do the math again. $30 million a year. $636 million investment or $665 million? Yeah. So 30 a yeah. year, you'd be looking at 22 years with uh, that 23rd year, you'd break even about halfway through the year. Damn. And most people that own teams, I think Jerry Jones for the Cowboys is probably the longest tenured owner of any sports franchise in North America. I would Aren't guess. The, I have I the Redskins, well, or the Washington football team now. Been the commies by the same fa- <laughs> been owned by the same family for quite a while. Uh yeah, I think so, but I think it's kind of changed hands as far as like siblings and yeah. stuff like that. So I don't I don't know if that affects anything. But Jerry Jones, since like the nineties, has owned the Cowboys, or maybe the eighties. He's owned the so... Cowboys for freaking forty years, man. Here's a look at the longest tenured owners. Wow. Uh, Ed Snyder has owned the Philadelphia Flyers for 49 years. Really? Uh, th- granted, this was in 2016. Bill Bidwell has owned the Arizona Cardinals for 44 years. Holy crap, and they're not even that great a team. <laughs> uh, like Mike Illich has owned the Detroit Red Wings for 40 years. Okay. Uh, let's see. The Cowboys. Jerry Jones has owned the Cowboys for now 32 years, 33 years. He bought them so in 89. Like 88, 89. Yeah. yeah 89. Huh. Uh, yeah. So there's, there's uh, a lot of. I wanted to see the Washington football team, but I don't even see them on here. Maybe because they're like a family versus individuals. I, I think the Bidwell family has owned the Cardinals since forever, but the current guy isn't that old. It says they acquired the team in 1932. Is that right? Whoa. No, wait. The Cardinals weren't even a team in 1932. They probably were, but the NFL wasn't an organization in 1932. No, absolutely not. They, They've only been doing the Super Bowl played. for, what, 50 years? It's like 60. I think the first Super Bowl was in 1964 or something. But there was football before that. Sure, sure. They played they, football before, but but it wasn't like a it wasn't like an organization or anything. But it says uh on this website that the Bidwell family paid 50 grand for the Cardinals in 1932. Wow. I think I think they've made their money back. <laughs> yeah, no kidding. Uh 50 grand I mean, back in the 30s, you could buy a car for what? Like 100 bucks? 25 bucks? Yeah, something <laughs> like that. Yeah. So, I mean, I guess you just have to look at what's inflation adjusted money, 50 grand for the last, you know, I'll, I'll, I'll look it up. The, the Ford family has owned the Detroit Lions since 1963. 
okay. the Ford like automobile family. Yeah. So let's see. You said nineteen thirty-two. Nineteen thirty-two. And how much did they pay? Fifty grand. Fifty grand, cold hard cash. Probably not actually. It was probably like a a string uh, around the finger. Yeah. Even back then, or, or inflation adjusted to now, that's only a little over a million dollars. That's still a sweet deal for a protein. Yeah, no kidding. Uh, it says the Hunt family bought the Kansas City Chiefs in 1960 for 25 grand. They still the own the Chiefs, Chiefs? for yeah. 25 grand. Uh, look up how much Jerry Jones paid back in 1989. Um, I wonder if any of this is actually uh, fascinating to our viewers. Us just I discovering, so. bunch... discovering random sports statistics and costs. Uh, Jerry Jones paid $140 million in 1989. Wowzer. Yeah. Well, this uh... year, the Denver Broncos got bought. In comparison well, to Jerry Jones, the Broncos got bought this year by a new new owner. Probably two billion. Four point six five billion. Yeah. Well, Jerry Jones, if you adjust for inflation from nineteen eighty nine to now, it's only three hundred and thirty five million, and he's now worth eight billion. So. So he's yeah he's got some uh, some money sitting there for him. Dang. Some capital gains he needs to be taxed on, if you ask me. All right. <laughs> Damn him. Just kidding. <laughs> uh, um, oh, the owner of the Commanders has owned it since 1999. Who the hell are the Commanders? The, the Commies? The Redskins? Oh, oh the Redskins. <laughs> the, the, Washington thought, football the, team? Yeah, aren't they the football team? No, they're the Commanders. Oh, that's a real thing? The commies is a real thing. He went from Redskins to commies. You're, I can't tell if you're messing with me right now. Honestly. I'm not messing with you. That's real. That's real, oh man. Oh, my God. They're the Washington Commanders. Oh, I had thought no I was idea. Kidding. How did I miss that? The Washington I don't know. Commanders. Jesus Christ. It's swinging <laughs> a miss right there. Oh, my Lord. Oh, boy. From the More Washington so. Redskins to the football team to the commanders. They should have just kept football team. Yeah, I don't know. The, commie, the commies is pretty bad. The Washington commies. That's not great. <laughs> not a good that's look. Pr- that's pretty bad marketing right there yeah that's that's not good i'm not sure who they needed to run that by uh but somebody should have stopped that early on in production true very true more so than the nfl what what do you think if you had to guess just off the top of your head what's the most profitable professional sports league in the world You know, I want to say uh, 
soccer, like whatever Real Madrid and all that shit. Cause not only do you have the Europeans doing that, uh, but you have most of the world investing in that, you know, like world cup. And then beyond that, you've got, I don't know what the politically correct way of saying this is, but you've got oil money tied up in that too. Cause yeah. the, a lot of middle Eastern countries love their soccer. Uh, so that, yeah, that's my guess. I think in the U S it's definitely, uh, no question NFL, but I think around the world, it's kind of like, honestly, it's kind of like how iPhone and Google are at odds, right? Yeah. Like in the United States, yeah. it's like 50, 50 iPhone to Google in the rest of the world. It's like 10% iPhone, 90% Android, Google phone. Like, yeah. it, it's just funny that in America, we think, at least sometimes it feels this way anyway, that what yeah. we have is what the rest of the world has. And it's really not the case in a lot of True. main major things. Uh, the most, uh, I guess the highest net worth of any pro sports franchise arsenal of the british premier league who yeah. is valued at 12.9 billion dollars really and Only is about five billion more than hmm, interesting but is owned by stan Kroenke. that name doesn't mean anything to you probably but he owns the los angeles rams who just won the super bowl last year sure he owns the colorado avalanche NHL team who just won the Stanley Cup last year. Wow. And I believe Arsenal is top of their division in the British Premier League or English Premier League. That's pretty amazing. That uh that's that's a that winning guy. that's a winning gentleman. Yeah, that guy he's he's gotta be worth probably a hundred billion dollars. And uh, he's an American. Uh, let's see. Oh, I, I forgot. He owns the Denver Nuggets in the NBA as well. Oh, and the Colorado Rapids of the Major League Soccer. Jesus, what did you say his name was? Stan Kroenke? Yeah, last name is K-R-O-E-N-K-E. 75-year-old dude. We need to, we need to befriend him. It says he's only worth 12.9. What? How is that possible? He owns Arsenal. The Rams, the Nuggets, the Avalanche, the Colorado Rapids of Major League Soccer. He owns the Colorado Mammoth of the National Lacrosse League. The Los Angeles Gladiators of the Overwatch League. And the Los Angeles Gorillas of the Call of Duty League. Hang on a minute. Yeah, it says... No, you you, you missed out, bud. Uh, it what says that... Arsenal is only worth $1.858 billion. Oh, his, all of his franchises are $12.9? Yeah, all of his franchises are $12.9 billion. Specifically, wow. Arsenal is close to about $2 million of it because it's 1. billion euros. So that's like, I, I think, like $2 million US. Or he's $2 married, billion, excuse me. He's billion. married to the daughter... Of the guy that started Walmart. Oh, the Waltons. Yeah. His yeah, wife is that, Ann Walton. That makes sense. Okay, that explains where his money's from. 
Yeah, because the the Waltons, uh, it's interesting. Elon Musk is, you know, like the richest guy in the world uh, with owning SpaceX and Tesla and all that kind of stuff. Uh, And he was, I I think, worth like 200 or 300 billion at some point. Some ridiculously stupid number, honestly. It just makes no sense at all. Uh, The Waltons are each individually on like the top 10 or top 20 richest people in the world list. And there's like six of them and they are all worth like 40 billion. It's crazy how much money that company and family has. Hmm. Oh, to be, to be fair, he married this woman in 1974. Yeah. That sounds like probably before, uh, before the money. Before Walmart became Walmart, I think. Yeah, let's see. When when did Walmart actually start, and when did it become big? I have no idea. That's crazy. So the first Walmart was uh, July 2nd of 1962. Uh, but I assume it was just like a neighborhood store. Well, it looks like the Walton family owned 24 stores already, uh, oh, totaling $12.7 million. So, uh, yeah, but he opened the first Walmart in 1962, and then... What, in Bentonville, Arkansas? Uh, yeah, it was in... No, actually, Rogers, Arkansas. Oh, damn, I was close. And then, about the 90s, by 1990, Walmart was the nation's number one retailer. Damn. Okay. So we're going on 35 years almost, just under 35 years of Walmart running this land. Yeah. That kind of explains where things are at doesn't it yeah yeah hmm i didn't know that that guy owned all those sports teams and that that much money uh floats around in in sports why do you think they now pay college athletes <laughs> because yeah, colleges no make a ton of money off of their sports programs uh Speaking of sports programs, you and I discussed this just a little bit yesterday, but there has been an update yep. to the story since then. I think you know what I'm talking about. Uh, <laughs> former Boise State Broncos head coach Brian Harson uh, was yes. fired. Former, yeah. former Boise State Bronco. He played uh, yeah, for the Broncos. Former Bronco, former Bronco quarterback. That's correct. Yep. Yep. Um, he was fired from Auburn University uh, a day or two ago. And not only yep. that, the update to the story is that there was a few other former Boise State coaching staff, including their offensive coordinator, uh, who got fired along with Harson. Uh, and Doesn't beyond surprise that, me. Beyond that, there were even some talks about bringing Harson back to Boise State. <laughs> oh, boy. That would be a mistake big time. Yeah, I don't think that big would time. be a good look. I don't know. Boise I don't State, think Avalos you know, is the guy, though. Yeah, I don't, I, I'm not sure Andy Avalos is uh, really going to be. But we'll see. We'll see. We'll I, think, I think Boise State. I think Boise State should hire the guy. His name's Nick Rolovich. He was WSU's coach. He didn't even get a coach a game. 
because he refused to get uh, the COVID vaccine. Maybe he did coach a game. I don't know. He refused to get the COVID vaccine, and they fired him because Washington State state employees were required to get the vaccine. Sure. But he had a really successful tenure at the University of Hawaii, which plays against Hawaii's been a big program. Yeah, definitely. So he kind of knows the area. He recruits the same guys that Boise's recruited in the past. If he could recruit some Hawaiian guys, some big Samoan dudes to play for Boise State. We've had a couple uh, very successful uh, Samoan players come out of Boise State. Yeah. Yeah. And then they could ship them straight to the Dallas Cowboys like they do with all the other Boise State players. I mean, it's not a bad track to be on. (laughs) We just discussed it. That's how we brought this full circle. Sure. We just discussed the Cowboys. So Full circle. Back to the Cowboys. From eight-man football to the Smurf turf to the Dallas Cowboys. To Dallas Cowboys, which, should let's be honest, should also be a blue turf. I think every team should be required to have colored turf. Screw the just natural grass. That's I, so 1980. The problem every is team. we all know that there's a red turf out there, and it is painful to watch. It sucks on TV. It sucks really bad on TV. But it if you're live at a game for the red TV. turf – Sure, it's probably. You know what else sucks ass? Eastern Michigan. Look it up on your laptop right now. Eastern Michigan. Eastern... Aren't they the Broncos? Uh, I think Western Michigan is the Broncos. Oh, Eastern you're Michigan's right, you're like right. the Eastern Eagles Michigan or something. Eagles. Yeah, look at their turf. It's freaking gray. Oh, it I looks... think I have seen this. Yeah, it looks horrible on TV. I mean, it looks it looked... black and white. It looks bad though on TV. It looks like your your TV screwed up. Honestly, it just looks black and white. I think they should make like Idaho Vandals. They should have to have yellow turf, like gold turf. God, whatever your primary terrible. school, whatever your primary school color is, that's what your turf should be. Look up Coastal I, I, Carolina. God, all I had to do was type in C O A S in the First hit was Coastal Carolina football field. Yeah, what is it? It's the chance it clears, dude. The fight in Cox. The ch- Cox. See, I don't mind that. I don't mind that. They're like turquoise field. Yeah, it's kind of ugly, uh, but you know, it it looks almost like a green field if you're kind of far away. Yeah, it looks okay on TV. See, the red for Eastern looks dumb. The gray looks dumb. The blue, the blue I think, looks, looks cool. Good. I think the blue looks cool, and Coastal Carolina's looks good on TV. It's like a turquoise, blue-green. But could you imagine, like, a bright-ass yellow, just 100 yards of yellow? Oh, my God. Can you imagine (laughs) They'd have to change change the flags. When when the refs throw a flag, they'd have to have, like, white duct tape on it or something. Red (laughs) flags. Just pop up, like, little blood spots on the field. There's got to be a team with, like, black turf. Full black turf would be crazy. Uh, let me see. Uh, yeah. There's one here that looks like a high school field that's green with a giant yellow lion's mane on it. Okay. Uh, that must be a high school. Yeah, it appears to be. But, I mean, it's in Texas, so it's got a big-ass, you know, 
set of bleachers around it anyway. Sure. Do you guys – okay, i got to ask this. I'm pro- I've probably asked this before. Do fans of Boise State love or hate the nickname Smurf Turf? It's never bothered me. It's uh, catchy. I, it's I catchy. I can't speak for the rest of the fan base, but I've never really heard people whine about it. I think it's – yeah, I think it's a good nickname. I don't mind. Look Smurf up, Turf. Look up Central Arkansas University. Their field is ugly. Ugly. With a capital UG. Ooh. Uh, you know yeah. what? That's that's bad. That's real bad. Purple and gray, every five yards it alternates. Except for Purple on the and 50, gray. where it's gray twice because they have the mascot in the center of the field. Oh, jeez. Um, you know what? It's not turf, but it's still a stadium that I have never been a fan of. And I might get some hate for this. Uh, the basketball court at, I believe it's uh, University of Oregon. Oh, you don't like the be... trees? I don't like don't... the silhouetted trees. You don't like shooting from the sticks, huh? It, it, I don't know what it is. It just bugs me. I don't like the way it looks. Uh, I don't like watching them play on it. I don't know what it is. Uh, and then weird. the Lakers. It's the same on TV. Like the, I feel like the Lakers uh, have. There's a, a weird... bunch of weird basketball courts now, especially in college. There's a bunch of courts that are just they're odd. They're like gray colored floor, or they're like blue floor, or they have like waves. There's a team that has like tidal waves. I think it's Pepperdine has tidal waves on their basketball court. Yeah, it's like what are we? Pretty normal. Uh, Pepperdine. I think it's Pepperdine, or it's it's one of the California school, but like a small school, and they literally have like rolling waves on their basketball court. Maybe it's Long Beach State. It's a small California school. I've seen it, and I'm like, that's ugly from TV. Like it might it might be cool in person because you're not looking down on it, but when you're looking down on it from a TV standpoint, it's like, sure, what the what is happening? <laughs> So yeah, uh, you really gotta consider what it looks like to the camera anymore because they even—I mean, shit—they televise high school games. I know, it's great. It's gotten out of hand. We need to be the inventors. It—they've mentioned it, I think. So it's probably in the works. But why couldn't you? We're bringing this back to the metaverse conversation. Why could you not set up cameras in football stadiums? that have views from the seats and, and sell that seat through the metaverse. They've done that. They did that. They have done that. They They did did that for like football games. Uh, I think so. What about like concerts and stuff? That'd be awesome. That'd be super cool. If you could just strap on your headset and go to like a, a freaking goo goo dolls concert or, or anybody. Just like in a, if you're at like a uh, amphitheater or something, there's no telling how many seats you could sell. You right. would just have to set up these particular cameras all over the place. See, but why? Why? Why do you need to set up cameras? Why not just stream the best seat in the house and everybody gets the same seat, right? Only sell That's one true. view and sell the best view. That's true. 
Yeah. Uh, everybody, you it, know, that way everybody gets a front row ticket to Eminem or whatever it is. That's how you know that, like, the network TVs, like CBS and stuff like that, are going to want their feed shown on the Oculus or whatever. For sure. For sure. They're going to want their TV feed shown on your headset you're wearing, whatever it may it's, be. Yeah, it's definitely going to change. I think Fox. Excuse me. I think Fox has already tried to do this, uh, but I know CBS, NBC, ABC are all trying to do it. Uh, They want to move away from just being a TV platform, right? They want to be a a multimedia, you know, news outlet as well as entertainment, you know, just a streaming conglomerate. And they've even created their own, you know, Netflixes, if you will, Netflix uh you know for nbc peacock yeah cbs has paramount plus uh fox has a bunch of different networks well well fox is owned by disney so fox is essentially hulu hulu yep they put all their fx shows abc is is also owned by disney right yeah so what what about like Think about like the X Games, how those guys and girls are doing flips and stuff like that. What if those people wore cameras and you could ride with them on their skateboards there? Now, or see, on now their you're bikes thinking. Now you're thinking. Yeah, that's a good idea. That's something I would have never. That would be uh, wild. The you know the half pipe when the snowboarders are 16 feet above the wall, or like the mega ramps, those yeah. ramps that they drop in from 30 feet up and they. They jump over the gap and stuff like that. Yep. What if you're along for the ride? That would be crazy. You're a uh, you're a smart feller. I don't you have the I don't have the I don't have the capacity to. <laughs> Someone I was listening to a podcast and they said it's pretty expensive actually to get footage onto the Oculus because you have to shoot in like 8K. For sure. Or 10K or something. Yeah, you you have to shoot to have super those... high quality. Yeah. So and you actually, and you can't have like internet glitches or anything like that or it screws everything up. So Yeah, every, everything has to be perfect. Uh, yeah. Hmm. Lord, excuse me. So I just saw recently this yeah. guy made what he's calling a time machine. Essentially uh-huh. all he did was record every second of his life in high quality 3d video with like cameras all around for Uh you know an entire year an entire year he recorded high quality 3d video all around him uh, and it was 30 terabytes of data and then he just in artificial or or in uh you know vr he just built himself a little time machine rig and then he could plug back in any date from the past year and go back and experience exactly what he was doing at that time 30 terabytes Um, 30 terabytes of data so so what that means is that in the future you can assuming everything hasn't already gone entirely digital you'll be able to record and keep every second of your life for just mere terabytes of data damn oh that's insane might have been no i think it was terabytes it wasn't petabytes yeah it was terabytes for sure i've never even heard of petabytes yeah petabyte is a thousand terabytes i believe oh i have to 
I'd have to look that up, but I'm pretty sure. I don't I don't know any of that stuff. Uh, hmm. Let's see. Yeah, a petabyte is a thousand terabytes. A terabyte's a thousand gigabytes, and a gigabyte is a thousand megabytes. I found this on the web. And uh, God damn it, Siri, fuck you. <laughs> and uh, a megabyte is literally just one million bytes. Wow. Okay. The more you know. The more you know. Uh, apparently, well, beyond beyond petabyte. It goes to exabyte, zettabyte, and yottabyte. Yottabyte, dude. That's what I'm getting. I'm getting a yottabyte. Yeah, that would be... It sounds like what? the new the e-bike that you can get. Oh, yeah, dude. You got the new yottabike? That's dope. That's, that's a trillion terabytes. A yottabyte is a trillion terabytes. So that's like a trillion Xbox Ones. Because isn't it a terabyte of memory on an Xbox One? Yeah, I believe they. So yeah, they have at least tr- like a terabyte usually. A, just internal storage. You could get external, can't you? Can't you get a Correct. secondary storage for? Yeah, see, I don't even. Yeah, know I think this you can stuff. get additional hard drives. I, I I know you used to be able to. My Xbox 360 had an external hard drive. Uh, I don't know if they're expandable storage anymore. I think they make more money just saying your storage is fixed, but you can buy. The largest one initially. Yeah. But I imagine, I mean, probably somebody with a a little bit of knowledge of engineering and maybe a soldering gun uh, could probably (laughs) add external storage. But, uh, you know, you risk breaking up the whole Xbox. I don't think the Red Ring of Death is still a thing, but they might bring it back if you start tampering with it. That's true. That's true. All right. In wrapping this up, Dan, what's one thing you learned uh, this episode? One thing I learned this episode, well, is uh, I thought it was interesting that the the Cowboys are worth $8 billion. I didn't know that. Uh, but I think what was even more interesting than that was knowing how many sports teams Walmart owns. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I know it's very indirect relationship, but still – more direct uh, than amazing. it's six degrees of separation. Yeah, for yeah. sure. Uh, the fact that they own $12 billion worth of sports franchises uh, through one guy, and it's pretty much one in every major league around the you know world. That's pretty and impressive. They're the, top, they're the top teams in every league, coincidentally. Yeah, yeah that's huh. pretty impressive. Go Walmart. Good for you. Buy Walmart stock now because in turn you're investing in all those teams. Any any last words or is that what, all? What all about you? Got? Is there anything? Is there anything you learned? One, one thing I learned. Uh, I learned there are more, uh, more colored football fields, oddly colored football fields in college sports than I realized. I thought there was like two. There's like six. There's quite a few. There's quite a few. Uh, but what's interesting is how many proportionately are still green with the technology available out there. You could have any color field you want. Uh, you people did used to chastise Boise State quite a bit. Uh, they used to whine. They'd be like, oh, you guys wear blue outfits on your blue turf. We can't see you. And uh, that was annoying. Uh, yeah, but I true. do remember a few years ago, as a condition of staying in the Mountain West, we insisted that we were allowed to wear our blue uniforms 
with the blue helmets on the blue turf and they acquiesced. So that was nice. Makes sense. Makes sense. Um, I think that's all I've got for, for this that's, week. That was the think, return episode, right? The return. That's us. We're, we're back. That's us. We're the bullshitters. Like the Terminator. <laughs> this is like the seventh Terminator installment. Uh, oh, at least we are. We're we're beyond uh, just the original Terminator with John Connor and Sarah Connors, right? Like, yeah, we're at like their grandkids now. Yeah, we're we're at Jeremy Irons, like, or no, Jeremy Renner. <laughs> Jeremy Irons. Let's just leave it at that. Jeremy Irons is in the next Terminator. We're starting the rumor here. <laughs> starting the rumor. We have done that in the past. Uh, so yeah. you know it's funny. You froze entirely at 33 minutes and 13 seconds. Your screen is not moved. You're, I don't know if you can see me, uh, if my video is still I have working. A, yeah, your video is good. I, I'm not moving at all. No, you, you have not moved in probably 20 minutes. You're literally <laughs> sitting there with a hand like this. But, I mean, I'll, I'll text you a picture of it. It's kind of funny. But this, oh. this is who I've been talking to for... That's bizarre. Uh, over, over a half hour, just a bad picture of you <laughs> frozen. Uh, oh, nice. I've been even a little bit uh, uh, expressive. expressive. Your, yeah, your, your movements. Yeah. What the? I'm pissed. Maybe it'll fix Fun. itself. Who knows? 